Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along. It's the Monday morning episode. But if you subscribe to the IFS, you get it on Sunday evenings. Imagine that. That'll cheer you up on your Sunday nights when you're sitting fretting about things. We were just talking about how even for us, men of relative leisure, Sundays still have the ability to discombobulate you and uh, stress you out a bit. Stress the fuck out of us, yeah. I've had all sorts going on in the last hour, just involving making making a Sunday dinner, um, mm. getting my son down to his, his mum's house where he's staying tonight after mm. I've given him said Sunday dinner. It was roast lamb, in case you're wondering. Oh, lovely. Um, and yeah, and then getting back and sitting down to do this. You know, people think we have an easy life, Sam, us podcasters, <laughs> but working yeah. on a Sunday evening... That's just for fools and vicars. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, it, and Sunday night's stressful for us as much as anyone. Um, but that's why, as we just described it, sometimes you've got to get down to the very serious business of adding pizzazz to the lives of both our listeners and ourselves. And ourselves, yeah. We're entertained by doing these. I can tell you, the moment I press record yeah. and give you the, the verbal signal... That I'm yeah. recording, don't, which will remain part don't, don't of our secrets. Don't tell them what that is. That's, that's, yeah. Some of it must remain secret. Um, that's it. Then, like my my troubles temporarily float away, Just Andy. Wash away. Same here. Because same here. When Sam. I press that record button and begin talking, I feel myself plug in to a community of like-minded cunts. Yeah. Each and every one a cunt. <laughs> and there's something comforting in that, including us. There is. Anyway, what are we waffling on about? Uh, what you got? Anything? <laughs> uh, well, on my... Actually, I, this is... I haven't made a list, but off the top of my head, I will tell you briefly some of the things that are worth thinking about. Um, uh, I had a... The, the situation my father continues to cause me some anxiety, but also amusement in equal measure. Yeah. Um, it, it led to a... What's the word? Yeah, verbal confrontation mm. with my uncle, who has made the odd appearance on this podcast. Uh, yeah. One particular uncle, um, who, you know, nice guy, love him, but sometimes not the easiest to deal with, much like his brother, my dad. So they're quite a pair. Weird, yeah. <laughs> I had to speak to him regarding my dad's situation, and won't lie, swear words were exchanged over the phone on Friday. Ooh. Um, it was all right because all's well, that, all's well that ends well. It ended, it ended with me telling him I loved him and him telling me he loved me back. So in so, nice. sometimes Lovely. conflict, only conflict can lead to that because I don't know whether ordinarily I would end a call with my uncle by saying I love you and him saying I love you too. 
Mm. And I say really nice things. Very occasionally, a little bit of conflict can lead to a bit of beauty well, at the end of it. Th- this is it. Sometimes there's tension that builds up, isn't there, in situations? And w- yeah. one side doesn't realise that the other side is 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 being unreasonable, perhaps. Um, yeah. And then it needs it needs a, a, a bloodletting. There was a bloodletting. There was a bloodletting, and uh, and I think it I think it ended as as well as it could have done. I was pleased with one bit where he said, "I don't like your tone," and I said, "Good, you're not supposed to." Way. <laughs> but other than that, it was yeah, it was just six to one after the other. It was it was fairly entertaining. Um, and then I had my Friday night curry. I had another. I think it might be because I'm very stressed at the moment. I've got a few things going on that are causing me stress, and I was on the train yesterday. I went into the West End with my daughter, yeah, a little bit of shopping and something to eat, and and uh, on the way back, I was on a very crowded train, very crowded. There was you know protests or marches or whatever you want to call it going on in town, and uh, so there was quite a lot of people on the tube, and one guy sort of. I got on the train holding my daughter's hand. My daughter's 16, mm. she's not a little girl, but nevertheless, when you're in a situation where there's like a lot of people on the train, it's yeah, quite stressful. Yeah. And this guy, just a middle-aged guy, he sort of, I pushed him in front, tried to pull her behind me, and he thought, fuck this, and he pushed him in front of her, breaking our handling. Broke, broke the chin. Broke the handling. She was fine, she got on anyway, and then we were standing in the aisle i.e. between the two sets of seats facing each mm. other, and it was chocker. And I realised that the problem was, <laughs> right, that he he had been divided, not through my own fault, but just as a, through the fault of what was going on on the train, from his wife, right? right. Now, when I say old, they were middle-aged, late middle-aged, like older than me, let's say maybe 60, something okay. like that. Um. And maybe a bit old, but, you know, not decrepit, not disabled or anything <laughs> like that. Like, don't worry, this doesn't end in me belting him. But it got my goat because it pushed him front of my door. It was a massive deal. It was a bit fucking much, mate. We're all getting on. Just wait your turn. And then we're standing in the aisle and he can, and I'm standing next to his wife, I discovered. And he wasn't happy with that. So he... He wrestled and clambered his way down the aisle, past my daughter, then past me, so he could squeeze himself in between me and him. And I thought to myself, you're causing all this fucking mayhem and pushing in front of people because you want to stand next to your wife for, like, three stops. Like, what fucking difference does it make? You fucking tourist, right? (laughs) I've got the right um. And we've done that for reason to me. I've looked at him. I said, you all right, mate? He said, yeah. I went... Do you want to hold my fucking hand, do you? <laughs> <laughs> and he went, no, mate, Blimey. I'm fine. I'm fine, thanks very much. And then that was that. And I thought, oh, why did I ask him that? And then I remembered it was like sometimes things get said to you and they resonate. And I remembered at West Ham Arsenal about, it's got to be about 25 years ago now, we'd, uh, we'd lost a game to Arsenal midweek. I think it was the FA Cup. If there's hammers listening, they'll probably lampard me on this about the year. But it was a long time ago. And we'd lost, I think, in a penalty shootout or something in a replay against Arsenal. But everyone was in a really, really miserable mood. As a you know yeah. when those FA you know when it's a replay and it's gone the full distance and so you're it's Wednesday night, but you're heading yeah. home and it's like midnight. Do you know yeah. what I mean? 
And I used to be like an hour away from home as well. And you're like, fucking hell. You know, it's like, I don't know about you, but sometimes I've been in replays where I'm thinking, fucking hell, this is dragging on. I don't care at this stage. Just let it end one way or the other. (laughs) Anyway, it was one of those and we'd lost and everyone was really pissed off. And outside Upton Park Station, they used to be, basically they'd make you queue effectively single file. And it was only a little station, so it would, stretch out the station then along the side of the station and then all the way down the street to practically the next station along really right do you know what i mean and uh it would be very often over a mile long but you could jump over the barrier when the police weren't looking Mm. and just sort of duck down into the queue at an earlier stage and no one ever minded or grasped you because they knew what it was like so my mate jumped over and I was like, if I wait for an hour here, I'm going to miss the last train home. So I jumped over and no one had ever complained before. And he was two people ahead of me. So I thought, I'll just fucking sneak up there to stand with him. And I did. And this yeah. fucking bloke, terrifying, fucking <laughs> enormous older guy went, where do you think you're going? And I always remember, <laughs> I said, I was so shocked because no one, usually on a normal night, no one would care. But I think everyone's mood was so yeah. low and so bad that people were, like, just fucked off, right? And I went, I just always remember going to him, I want to stand next to me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like the whole queue heard. There was hundreds <laughs> of people. And it was just like, I could have phrased it a million other ways. <laughs> But it was just the way it squeaked out. Me, I want to stand next to me, mate. And I pointed at me, mate. And he went, "Oh, do ya? What a fucking old answer him, do ya? Get to the fucking brat like everyone else." Oh, sorry. And I scuttled back behind him. And my mate Go fucking on, all the way Come on, then. Old ants. Come yeah, on, let's it, see it. it. It was like, "Come on, show everyone." Yeah. And all the way out, my mate's like going. You want to stand? I want to stand next to me, mate. And he goes, "You want to fucking hold hands? You're pushing because you want to hold hands." So I sort of reappropriated it slightly different because I accused this man of wanting to hold hands with me. Uh, I got a bit muddled up, but I, I remember feeling such deep humiliation that it obviously like bubbled back into me at the it's last in your minute. Subconscious, yeah. It's come, it's come to the surface again, and I thought that's where that that's come from. But yeah. um, you know. Like it didn't, it didn't turn ugly. He just sort of laughed and went, "No, I'm fine, thank you very much. I do not want to hold hands with you." I thought, "Thank God." Imagine if he'd said yes. He should have mm. said yes. He should have said yes. Actually, I do want to hold hands with you. So let's yeah. fucking hold hands. And then he should have grabbed my hand and squeezed mm. it. So did you see <laughs> was a tourist? I was just in or was a bad he, was mood. He, do you think he was a tourist? Then, or was he a, 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 a no? Londoner? He wasn't even a tourist. He had, he had a London accent, and I was a bit like. What the fuck? What are you fucking doing all this for? You obviously mm. just wait. Get on the train and fucking stand where you are. Don't clamber around yeah. on a crowded train to try and get into the spot where you want to be next to your... You can tell I was in a bad mood. None of this really matters at all. But um, I was just grumpy. I think I've just been yeah. a bit I grumpy. I mean, that's, that's the thing. That, that's that's people for you. That's what, that's what can happen. But mm. you never know. He might have... She might have had anxiety issues. He might have had yes. anxiety issues. They might have felt as though they need to be together all the time. I'm yeah. playing devil's That's advocate true. here. He might That's just be an arsehole. But, but he should have said, excuse me. 
He literally mm-hmm. just cl- he pushed him around yeah. my door, and then he clambered like it was an emergency, like it was fucking nine eleven. Yeah, when like he was he when, was clambering over bodies. Yeah, when clambering's involved, that's that's a. It's like mate, don't clamber. Can't you read? Look at that sign up there. What's it say? No clambering. Yeah, right. There's a red a red circle that. with a line through it, and there's a, a yeah, silhouette a of a man clambering over another yeah. person. Oh, talking of clambering, I saw a tweet very rare these days that you see a, a whimsical tweet that amuses you, right? Mm. But I saw one yesterday. Uh, apologies, I can't remember who tweeted it. Unlikely to be someone who listens to this podcast anyway, so it don't matter. But she said, she said about something that you don't, you know, when people do those, you don't see this anymore like you used to in the eighties. And mm-hmm. she said, you never see in films someone waking up late trying to put their trousers on as they run across the room, only got getting one leg in and then <laughs> just falling over. <laughs> and she said, don't you stuff in every 80s film? And I said, yeah, I can you, picture you it. See it. I anymore. probably haven't worded it yeah. as well as she did, but I can no, picture I know exactly that. exactly what you mean. I, I, can, yeah. I can envisage it, yeah. Like every Fucking John hell. Hughes movie sort of started with that. Someone wake, waking up, their lift was outside, the other teenagers were outside beeping from their convertible. And yeah. then they wake yeah, up, yeah, and their, their, their alarm clock was always a baseball, a baseball alarm clock, wasn't it? Yeah, it will have been. Yeah, mm. God, yeah. I wouldn't um, mind one then. Here's the other thing I want to report, though. Um, in not, lighter news, that's not involving me, involving myself in conflict, but may still be associated to my high levels of stress right now. I have eaten a lot of puddings this weekend, Andy. A right. lot of puddings, and I'm not sure right. how to feel about it right now. I mean, I've eaten a lot of pudding. And Can you run through the ones you've had? And I'll, I'll rate them if you want. Well, yesterday I had, like, I was I was on my way back from, from somewhere with my son in the, like, mid-morning, about 11. Mm. I hadn't had much of a breakfast because we'd gone out early. And on the way home, stopped for a coffee. And he always gets something, like we do this every Saturday morning, and I get a coffee, and he gets something small to eat. And I hadn't had much of a breakfast, so I ordered myself a small cake. And it was lemon-flavoured. I had a small cake. lemon. I had a small, like, a slice, let's say, of lemon cake yeah. from a cafe. And I ate it in the street. And it felt good, right? Because I don't usually have a bit of street cake. And I thought, that was good. Fair enough. Mm. I deserved it. And uh, I had it with a coffee and it felt good. But then that afternoon I went out with my daughter, like the same trip that I'm talking about. And uh, we were walking along and we walked past this tea room in Soho. Or like coffee shop tea room. And it had the most extravagant looking fucking cakes in the window I've ever seen. It's amazing. I can't remember what it's called. Um, I hadn't been in Soho for a while, but it's called, but it was... uh, it was on Old Compton Street, if you're interested. Anyway, we looked in the window, and it was so amazing. It was the sort of place you end up taking pictures of the cakes because they're mm. so outrageous, yeah? And in the end, I went, fucking hell. I was going to get a coffee to go from somewhere. Should we go in there? And she said, yeah. And I thought, fuck it. Do you know what? And I, I, forgot, and I forgot I'd had a bit of lemon cake that morning. By now, right. it's about four o'clock, Yeah. And I was like, well, that's enough time it. to have passed for you not to have that not for that not to matter. Surely you can have two sittings. The size of, of this piece of cake. Beer. It was. A, they had all these cakes in the window, 
So you order your coffee and then they go, if you want a bit of cake, go up there and point it out because we haven't got a menu. So I go up and point this it. cake was... It was it, point. It was Speak pist- as well or just point? It was pistachio cake. It was green pistachios and then it had like, I can't remember what flavour the icing was. But anyway, it was amazing. It had cream in it too, right? It was layered and it was right. like a triple decker with grain sponge, mm. but like layers of cream in between. And I said, I'll have a slice of that. And they cut it, and it was like a brick candy. And I absolutely demolished the cunt. I demolished it. Like, it didn't touch the sides. Can, right? can, I, can I ask, uh, this is a personal question, can, I, can mm. I ask how much you paid for this slice of cake? Well, actually, I don't remember, but I do have a... Um, I took a copy of the receipt, precisely because I wanted to remember the name to tell my wife later. So seeing as you ask, I will look it up. Um, Sorry, good of you. Thank you. Let's have a look here. Okay, right. I'll also send you a picture of the cake, which will be of me and no use to the listeners. But Okay, pistachio and rose cake. Here we go. The place is called Leto, L apostrophe E-T-O, right? And, um, oh my God. Okay, pistachio and rose cake. I mean, it's a high-class place. You can tell that because it's got an apostrophe in the name. So yeah. do you want to hazard a guess at a slice of London West End cake? Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes... Lots of other marvellous benefits and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash iron filings. Jalapeño. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Jalapeño. I've just Googled it and I'm now looking oh, yeah. at a, a photograph of the window. And it's yeah, full of cakes and fancies. Like, and these are some of the fanciest cakes you've ever seen. Wee. I mean, it's fair to say that's one of the most fancy array of cakes of all time, isn't it? Um, okay, wow. I'll tell you, because it won't stay on. on the website, because they said dinner menu. It was £8.50. Right, because I was I was wondering what how it would compare to the vegan sausage roll in that <laughs> park much more. cafe the other but week. much more worth it. The vegan yeah. sausage roll, this was just like a park cafe. It thought it was more than it was. And also, mm. I wasn't like... I didn't see it as an indulgence or a treat. I was just hungry, and I wanted a snack. And I just thought, £5.80 for a sausage roll is a fucking piss take. But this mm. this cake, I mean, I'm going to send you a picture of it now, and you'll be... I mean, actually, the picture doesn't do it that much justice, but you'll still get you'll get the idea, mate. It's... Uh, 
It's a, I hope unreal. listeners are enjoying this bit of admin. Yeah. Well, don't worry, doing. listeners. I'll, I'll try to remember to put this on Twitter or Instagram. Here it comes. So I through. felt that although it is overpriced, it was oh. like a, it was a special treat. It was a oh special my. treat. Look at that. Look at the green. The well, green no, filling. Vibrant. Very vibrant, some, isn't some, it? Some blackberries on top as well. There's a blackberry. And actually, you know that's cream in between. On top, that's a... You know when you get like a... A sort of, it's not a butter icing, it's an icing that you think has been made with like cream cheese. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a cheesecakey. So it was an, that was an extra layer of indulgence Looks to it. Looks fantastic. It, it was incredible. I'll show you what my daughter had now as well. <laughs> Great. Cake Chat may be the title of this episode. Um, so that was that, right? But I'm not there done yet, Andy. I'm I'm ashamed, but sometimes getting oh, the shame out. As well. I'm not usually a big pudding person. On the whole, I don't don't have. I try not to have sugar most days. It's in your I, it's in your um it's in your Twitter it, bio, isn't it? Sam Delaney, not a big pudding person. I mean, it's, I can it says be. It there. I take self control. I'm not generally saying, oh, not I'm a not, big I'm, pudding I'm person. I'm one of those people who don't like sh- don't like sweet things. I do, but I make a big effort to avoid it because I can go on a binge. And yesterday was a binge. It's as simple as that. Because so when there was I got a third home, pudding. In the deer. There was a third pudding. When I got home, my... Can, my, I, can, I, can I call this episode Three Puddings Sam? Yeah. Uh, when, my, when, my, when, my, what, when, I, when I was out, my wife, we've got a roster going on to go around and visit my dad while he's healing. And, it, and my wife was going round there. And she had very kindly made him some apple crumble, homemade apple crumble, because she right, knows yeah. he likes apple crumble, right? Yeah. Um, there was some left over. And well, what could you do? There was there was Tesco's finest custard, which I think was one of the t- custards we tested earlier in the year in our grand custard testing. I think um, I think it was the one that won the southern section that you were yeah, in charge of. Yeah, I think of. it might. But no, the M and S one won the southern. Oh but right, sorry, was, yeah. But it was. Uh, yeah, there was some of that. You know, the very pale type of custard that you can see the little bits of black vanilla pod in? Yeah. They call it Ponce's custard up north. Mm. So there was a tub of Ponce's custard and uh, and some... And she said... She didn't know that I'd had two cakes. She said, do you want some of this crumble? And I went, I better not. I've had two bits of cake today. And then once, but once she said it, Andy, I couldn't stop it. I couldn't settle. I could not settle. Mm. Couldn't settle on the sofa. So I've got up and uh, after half an hour of trying not to think about it, I I got up and I served myself a bowl. Did and you I put some custard on it and I microwaved it? Did Did you clamber on your way towards it? I clambered and everyone knew. Everyone, <laughs> everyone else in the family could see. As soon oh, as I started oh, aye, to move, aye, they he's were clambering. He's, we knew it was a matter of time. We were all keeping our eye. We'd all had a little bet about what minute he'd fucking buckle uh. and start clambering. The Great Crumble Clamber, they called it. And um, I had that. So that's a three-pudding day. And uh, today I went to my mum's Sunday lunch and I had a bit of pudding there as well. So this has been a four-pudding weekend. And although it brought me pleasure in the moment, it's making me feel pretty ashamed now. Have you got got a pudding hangover now? I do, emotionally and physically. I feel a bit nauseous in my stomach. But emotionally, I just feel I feel um, a little bit of I feel a little bit of guilt and don't feel great about myself. But that's just the uh, way it's gone. Don't, don't, Sam, don't beat yourself up about it. Honestly, 
Mm. As long as you don't make a regular thing of it, and you're not on four no, puddings no, every weekend, yeah. or or like yeah. six puddings in week Monday to Friday. Don't you yeah. know? <laughs> I mean, what yeah. what even what even constitutes a pudding is a question. You know. Yeah. I, I bought yeah, that I mean, Christmas the cake two, on The two on bits of cake weren't puddings because they didn't come after a meal. There was that this, street. There was that street cake I had in the yeah, morning. Yeah, that, that's that's a pudding. I've seen a okay. picture of it. That's a pudding. That's not. No, no. I was going to compare you it. That, you haven't seen that. That was a smaller slice that I had in the street in the morning. Oh, I've got confused. There's, there's so and, many. Uh, Sorry. And then there was. And then the, the, what you've seen is the afternoon one, which yeah, there's you know, it's a pudding. Yeah. Yeah, I got confused because, as I said on Friday, I've started. You know, Christmas has begun. I'm slowly easing mm. myself into Christmas, like an old man gently getting into a hot bath. And I've started <laughs> by getting by getting uh, one of those blocks of fruit oh, yeah. cake with icing yeah, on the yeah. top from Sainsbury's. But mm. it's Christmas cake in all but name. It doesn't have Christmas cake on it anymore because they don't do that. They don't. They don't put fucking Easter eggs. On the, the words they Easter, sell eggs the on Easter eggs on Easter eggs year round, don't they? Yeah. But anyway, so I've worked my way through that over. A period of three, th- three days. I've had a third of mm. it each day, okay. and I should have had a quarter. I've I've overdone it. Mm. Well, the thing about Christmas cake is it it doesn't half last. I mean, that's the good thing about it. it's like with a with this a sponge cake. You've got to get that fucking done. You got to get that out of the way in like two days because if not, it'll yeah. start to go dry. Especially with fresh cream in it. Yeah, but I mean, a fucking Christmas cake. That can go on and on. You could go quarters or even less a day, but who's going to do that once you've had a taste of it? Yeah, I think I'll move it's on like next to the. Um, I'll move on to the little one next to Aldi because they they always get highly rated. Don't oh, they? are you thinking what I'm thinking? Christmas what? taste test. Well, I'm already like doing it. I think I've just I've just blind blindly walked into it. That's where I'm at now. Well, think of another Christmas thing that we could test. Getting as we get closer, because the custard Baileys. testing was quite popular. I can't have Bailey's. We can have mince I'll pies, mind you. <laughs> I think mince yeah. pies could be a good thing. Because all all of the uh, all of the supermarkets do their own different brand of Bailey's, don't they? And they always get there's always these fucking articles on Mirror.co.uk and says there's been a blind taste test and the little has beaten. Bailey's in the Bailey's, Bailey's. Bailey's. fucking bullshit. You go out and then you buy a bottle and it's half the price and you have it and it's it's not as good. It's thin, it's dribbly. Thinny, yeah. It doesn't taste as Bailey's smooth. Bailey's has got a nice pour to it, hasn't it? Bailey's is a brilliant drink. Fucking hell. Um, just just a uh, quick side note. I've realised I've just accidentally exposed myself to Lampard's. What? Imagine that. If there's Lampard's out there listening... Think how much you're now compromising mine and Andy's output that I can't say anything. Neither of us can say anything yeah. without half thinking, what's a Lampard potentially going to say to that? And I said, we'll yeah. test mince pies. And I've just remembered that actually I have to get vegetarian mince pies because suet, which is a main component yeah. of a classic mince pie, is pig stomach lining, which I don't have a problem with, but I choose not to eat it. Um so, yeah, just for any of the Lampards out there, no, we won't be taste testing that because of the suet. So I won't be able to try all the same ones as Andy. Thank you, I know. I've <laughs> saved you, a, I've saved you a, uh, a tweet or even maybe a Patreon comment. <laughs> God, yeah, it's depressing, isn't it? Yeah. Fuck. That's, this, this is where we're at now, mate. I don't think it's, it's just us. It's, 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 it's everything. Yeah, that's where it is. 
it's everywhere. It's not just with us. But uh, yeah, what else has been going on? I went to a, a vintage um, market thing in Hexham in Northumberland. Oh, Hexham, on yeah. On Saturday morning. It, it sounded really good. It's done by the same people who organise the midweek car boot sale that I sometimes go to in Corbridge. Now, a oh, midweek yeah. car boot sale is the height of decadence, I think you'll agree. Yeah. You know, a car boot sale on a Wednesday morning. Fucking hell, what? Yeah, madness. You know life's you know life's going well when you can when you can Yeah, you're doing a Wednesday night car boot, yeah. Wednesday morning, yeah. So anyway, these same people do like a, a vintage and antique. I'll tell you what, if that's not levelling up, I don't know what is. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Gove. <laughs> <laughs> for all you've done for us yeah I went to that and it was fucking rubbish mate it was absolute oh. rubbish you know what I'm after I'm after one of them mantelpiece clocks oh yeah do you know yeah. what I mean like the yeah. quite wide ones it's got like the face in the middle and it's got like wings and kind of at the wood. side is it wood, wood. Yeah, yeah I know yeah I'm after one of them I couldn't get one well there was one but it was shit but the whole the whole place it was three quid to get in and there was about nine stalls once I got in nine Nine, Nine stalls. stalls. That's, That's what, bollocks, 30 mate. pence a stall? I don't know. Didn't buy anything. Absolute shit. So, well, I'm I don't know what the point is that, I'm trying mate. to make. There isn't one. I'm just, no, just I'm I'll, advising uh, people. I'll go to the... Uh, uh, there's one I've got my eye on um, that last time I got rejected from, if you remember, because you I had did. a dog it, it, and I didn't have dog. a pound coin. Yeah. So, But I, I've got my eye on that next time round, which will be... Couple of weeks now, but I'll are they still ongoing? Is the, is the outdoor car boot sale still a thing, or was yours an indoor one? No, it's outdoor year round. Year round, yeah. Why oh, even in yeah. January? Yeah. Fucking hell, that sounds yeah, bleak. It's, it's been going for years as well. Because me, me and my good wife, when we were younger, we used to even do it. We used to do it. Have you ever done it? Like where you do yeah, one it. of the stalls, and um, uh, I got too scared because um, if you get when you get there. And you open up your boot. I mm-hmm. first of all, we were like, you know, you're still in your twenties, where you don't quite understand what getting up early actually is. You think getting up early is, <laughs> at the weekend is getting up at eight, right? <laughs> because you haven't had kids yet, so you've got no fucking idea what said early 11, rising yeah. means. Yeah, and um, so we'd always get there, and every single spot would be gone because proper fucking car boot sellers They're get there at like. Yeah, exactly. And so we'd get there always the last, so that'd be a bit humiliating. But when you open the boot, fucking hell, it's like locusts, mate. People yeah. do not fuck around. They do not wait. And I open the boot of my car, and you go to go, I've got my little wallpapering pe- table. I'm going to set that up. And then I, I know exactly how I'm going to lay everything out all neat. Right? Fuck that. You must be joking, mate. You're not going to get a chance to do any of that shit. The moment your boot is over an inch open, there will be a bunch of geezers jumping into the fucking boot, pushing yeah. you out of the way, and yeah. going through every... like They'll practically take the fixtures and fittings out of your car. I must you off for this, mate. Yeah, and they'll be shouting at you, Hold 20p, on, hold yeah. on. The, the shop isn't open yet. And I'll go, actually, I wanted six pounds for that. And I go, fuck off, and just throw Me it too. back at you really aggressively. <laughs> Unbelievable scenes. And people yeah. laughing in your face over like what you believe because I was yeah you know, look I was an amateur <laughs> I was naive right and you'd have something you thought was really good yeah like re- mm. I can't remember like you know a piece of fucking very decent 
like, let's say, electrical equipment, right? Like a clock radio. You think, I don't need that anymore, but it still works. Like, yeah. how much of this, mate? And you go, opening thing, you might go, four pound, right? And people literally, like, look at you like you've just asked to sort of have it off with their mum, right? Yeah. And they go, four pound. You go, yeah, how much are you thinking? And they'd say something mental, like, I'll give you 20 pence for that. <laughs> and I'd go, no. It's and they'd just go, isn't it? Huh. And just laugh like, well, mm. you're a bit wet behind the ears, cunt. See you later. And then, of course, they'd come back round again right at the fucking arse end of the car boot where you just want rid of the stuff because they all know you're just trying to get rid of it because it's fucking cramming up the house. Well, they by go, that time, oh. you sell everything for 10 pence, don't you? Yeah. Still got your, uh, still got that clock radio that you reckoned you were going to... Never, never got your four quid, no? No, I didn't. <laughs> Some people came close. Oh, came close, did they? Well, I tell you what, how much did I offer you for it earlier? 20 pence, if I recall correctly. Yeah, well, I'll give you fucking 10 for it now. Very well. Give me the 10 pence. <laughs> you pig. You've got to change your <laughs> quid. Oh! <laughs> yeah. So it was. it's a tough game. It is a fucking tough game. But luckily, yeah. we have a family friend who's a pro. So now, if I want anything car booted, I mm. give it to her, and she and we're like maybe split it you, in her favour because she has to do yeah. the hard work. She'll give me a That's cut fair of enough. it. Yeah, it's not I bad. See, I see that, every... that could be my that could be my future. Could start doing the Wednesday morning car boot. Anything you yeah. want selling, mate, send it up. I'll, if I'll if sell you it. do it for other people as well, yeah. then you'll always have good stock. You just send an email around to your mates, say anything yeah. you want, plug in, drop it around my house by Tuesday night. And I'll get it sold. I'll get up there. Yeah. Yeah, I might do that. It's a good Not career. Not a bad way career to make a living. When the podcasts dry up. Um, I'll tell you what, we'll leave it there because uh, the fucking hell, it's Sunday evening. And, and I've had a know, lot of puddings, so. You've had a lot of puddings this weekend. Yeah. You need to wind down. I know. <laughs> I'm worried asleep. to go back in the house in case there's more pudding there. <laughs> I don't trust myself. <laughs> do you remember when Nick Cotton had to, like, barricade himself into his mum's spare room? Because he didn't yeah. trust himself to get out and not take with heroin. The, with the heroin, yeah. But then in the end, he did break out and um, kill that pub landlord. So hopefully I won't be doing anything like that, like breaking out not- the Vita Modular, climbing over the back gate and killing a neighbour in return for a fucking bit of Swiss roll. Yeah, it could put the podcast in jeopardy, I think. Mm. What was I going to say? Yeah, it's it's coming up to Christmas. And uh, we did a couple this week of the uh, the video messages that we do in case anybody wants one of them doing for Christmas mm. or you want one doing for one of your mates who's a listener. Go to tftimemachine.com slash video messages. Have a look at the instruction and we'll do, we'll do a personalised video message. Yeah, and I've, I, I've got a Santa hat that I'll be wearing in them. And I'm also... Yeah, we'll do that if it's Christmas specific, yeah. Seriously thinking for Christmas specific ones of getting some sleigh bells, so think on. Right. Just a bit of feedback from one of the ones he did this week. The, the, the customer replied in the email with, that is fantastic. So there you go. That's a level of, of what you can what you can expect. Hopefully it'll be on fantastic. Trustpilot. TFTM Should video be, yeah. messaging. Yeah, five stars. Yeah. All right, and there we go. Thanks for listening. We'll be back throughout the week. If you're IFS, we'll be back with uh, Khrushchev in America. Um, what's the other thing we're doing? What's the thing we're doing on Wednesdays? Is it oh, the, the book of the, the protection, Odyssey? the protection yeah. Odyssey, enjoyable, and Very of course, enjoyable. Roy the Rovers. Um, thank you for listening, and goodbye. Goodbye. Oh.
ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. (laughs) (laughs) You will be right. (laughs) Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like... You know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> this was like wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, <laughs> yeah, you, you were different. Like, you were real different, bro. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected yeah. things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.